Jesus had a hiding place, do you? Let's talk about it on today's episode of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. It's Friday, and we've made it through another week. Praise God. Uh, Today we're continuing on in our study of Luke chapter 5, and today we'll be reading about a healing encounter Jesus had with a man who had been afflicted with leprosy. Uh, Now, back in Jesus' day, uh, leprosy was a skin affliction that... Uh, in the Jewish mindset, made someone ceremonially unclean, which meant that they would be pushed to the margins of society. They were not allowed to live among the normal population um, because their malady was considered um, contagious and they didn't really understand diseases and things the way that we do today. Uh, Science had not caught up with the the knowledge base uh, at the time. And so uh, this illness, this skin affliction, put these people uh, on the margins of society away from their families. uh, And they would uh, be in community together often, um, begging, uh, hoping for a little kindness from someone. Um, But out on the edges, uh, not close to anyone. And I think about the position that these folks had socially and how um, how disappointing and discouraging it would be to wake up every day uh, afflicted by this thing that uh, made you unclean, that made you untouchable, that um, in many people's eyes made you kind of a throwaway. And uh, Jesus, um, being who he was, Uh, took compassion on this man, and uh, this man had a beautiful encounter with him that day. And so uh, before we get into the Word, uh, let's take our hearts before the throne and speak to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Uh, We give you thanks for your Word. Uh, Jesus, the thing that amazes me is that if we're faithful to come before you uh, in humility of heart, surrendered to what you want to do and what you want to say, uh, your word always speaks. Um, uh, scripture itself says that the word of God never goes out void. Um, it always has impact uh, to those who are listening and whose hearts are open to receive uh, the teachings of your Holy Spirit through the word. So, Father, let us be those people today who are open uh, to what you want to say through your word. And we ask, Jesus, that you would tune our ears and tune our hearts to what you want to say to us today. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. Luke writes, While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his face to the ground uh, and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, Don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more, so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. 
Now, this story paints the picture of a, a tremendous encounter. Um, socially speaking, the way that Jesus engaged the prevailing society and the prevailing social systems was that uh, he intentionally transgressed boundaries. There was no boundary that society had established as far as people's worth and value and dignity that Jesus was not willing to transgress. He would cross over all of those social boundaries to say, in the kingdom of God, love looks like this. The kingdom of God is about reaching out to the broken, the lost, the poor, the hurting, the sick, the diseased, the afflicted. God's love will not be contained to just a certain uh, perfect, qualified few. Um, And so Jesus makes that point so very clearly in his encounter with uh, this man. And we see that he's positioned uh, on the edges of society. Uh, Jesus was going through a town and came along uh, this person who was covered with this skin affliction. It's possible leprosy was more like eczema or something like that, Um, but they didn't understand it and they thought it was contagious. Um, It possibly was a a skin disease that was more an internal virus than something that was truly uh, contagious. And when Jesus saw this man... Um, who had fallen to his knees, face to the ground, uh, begging him for a touch. And the man's words are beautiful. He says, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. Is that not a beautiful expression of faith and trust and belief in who Jesus was and his power to heal? Um, That tells me that the word about Jesus had already spread to this man who was way on the margins of society. And I think, too, in that moment, seeing Jesus, his spirit was awakened to realities. Uh, the Holy Spirit uh, touched his heart to see Jesus as he was. And Jesus reached his hand out. <laughs> and Luke says he touched the man. That was a risky thing to do socially, because to touch an unclean person was to become unclean. And Jesus said, I'm willing, be clean. And the man was healed immediately in that moment. I think about the places that we hold on to in our lives, the secret places, the secret sins, the secret hurts, the secret needs, uh, that if people knew about those things might put us on the margins socially or otherwise, might make us hard to love, might make us someone people don't want to be around. And when Jesus comes by with similar humble faith that we reach out to him and say, Lord, heal me. Heal me in this place that I've been hurting on to this wound for so long. Touch me, Lord. If you're willing, touch me, and I know that I can be healed. I know you can make me well. And Jesus no less responds to us in those places of need than he did to this man. If we say, Lord, I know you're willing. I know you're capable. Heal me. He says, I'm willing. (laughs) But do we trust in his healing? Do we trust that his healing will really come in whatever way? Uh, He doesn't always heal physically the way that we hope. Uh, He doesn't always heal our wounds the way that we would expect. Uh, Broken relationships don't always get uh, perfectly restored, but he heals us in our spirit. He heals us in our soul. He makes us right inside so that we can face life again with courage and confidence because we know that we are loved. Romans 8.1 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And so we can live with the confidence of knowing we're accepted and God approves of us on the basis of what Jesus has done for us. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. 
Now, Jesus gives him an interesting command after he heals him of this skin malady, this skin affliction. He says, don't go talking, (laughs) but go to the priests and show yourself to them so that they can see that you're taking the proper steps to declare your healing and they can authenticate it. And by doing that, he would be welcomed back into society. He would be once again among those who were considered clean and he would, it would restore him to work again. It would restore him back into family relationships and friendships that he had been, that he had been prevented from engaging in. His disease put him on the margins. This would put him right back into a relationship with the people that he loves. Uh, this would restore his full dignity. He would once again be fully alive. Uh, but as things happen with Jesus, uh, the word spreads anyway, <laughs> and the crowds get bigger, and the people in need of healing press in around Jesus with with greater fervency and greater urgency, uh, and uh, that's okay, because they're going to the right place. They're going to the one place where the healing really can come, and that tells me that the Spirit was... Uh, all over Jesus and working through Jesus and that people saw him uh, for who he was. Uh, Maybe they just saw him as this person with the magic touch of healing, but I think many saw him uh, as the Messiah of God who came to save and rescue them. Um, I think I'd have been desperate to to seek Jesus out too if I was in a place where I was hurting and afflicted or a terminal illness. I would have been chasing him down. So I get the urgency that they have. But I love what Luke gives us as he closes the passage. Um, He says, But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. When you give and when you give and when you give to others, it wears you out. It's exhausting. And your soul gets tired, even more than your body. It is physically exhausting, but your soul gets tired. And when your soul gets tired, if you're going to stay fresh, if you're not going to be susceptible to the evil one's temptations and lies, you're going to need some time alone to draw close to the Father, to seek His face, to allow Him to minister to your heart, to infuse new energy and focus and strength into your spirit so that you have something to give when you're back out there uh, in the world. And so Jesus withdrew to his hiding place. He went away to lonely places so that he could pray and commune with the Father. Do you have a hiding place? Do you have a place that you can go to to seek the Father, to spend time alone with him, to allow him to minister to your heart, uh, to to build uh, spiritual strength back into your life and into your heart? Um, What is it that's circling around you and exhausting you spiritually and emotionally and physically? Go to the Father. Find a hiding place. Spend time every day seeking the Lord and allowing Him to minister to you and allowing Him to infuse a new strength and new power into your life. Well, guys, that's all I've got this morning. It's the weekend. Enjoy it, and we'll see you again on Monday. God bless.